0: Welcome to the 78th episode of the Positive Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Vinod Narayan. Today, I was talking to someone about productivity. And uh, they were saying that there's so many productivity tools over there. Sometimes we are so obsessed with productivity. And I was thinking, that's true. We all want to be productive. But then, how productive should we be? What is the what is the basis on which we decide what our productivity should be? That's what I wanted to talk about. What we do here on Pen Positive Podcast is have a journal, have poetry. We talk about a quote sometimes, and uh, I might have some changes coming as part of the podcast, but I'll let you know uh, as we as we proceed today's podcast. So let's uh, let's get into it. So uh how how productive should we be? and my thought is that we should be productive enough so that we are in a job or it aligns with our career aspirations because there's no limit to how productive we can be right you've got eight hours in a in a day if you're working, and if you are working. For 12 hours, then obviously you're not productive all those hours. Is there any way that you can make that 8 hours productive, just like how a 12 hours would be, so that you don't have to slog for 12 hours? I think that's, that's how productivity should be looked at. It's not that you work for 12 hours, so you should be productive for 12 hours. And humanly, it's not possible for us to be productive for 12 hours forget about even being productive for eight hours but sometimes people are not even productive for two hours because the rest of the six hours in a day is spent on a lot of unproductive activities we always talk about removing the waste yes that's an important aspect but sometimes people are so obsessed with productivity that we might spend a lot of unproductive time trying to figure out how we can be productive. And when we have this conversation, if we start thinking about the value that we produce every every day or with every activity, then I think, uh, I think you have a better sense of what productivity is all about. Is it the lack of tools that we are not able to be Productive, I don't know, but lack of process definitely can impact productivity. Or lack of good process. Sometimes process itself can can take your productivity down because it is so heavy loaded process that you're not able to move things. And the the lost time in between the processes, as things switch from one point to the other. I think those are the those are the things that everyone needs to look at. I have worked in places where in order to get the same thing done, you take twice or thrice the time in that organization. Because that's how the organization works. Or that's how the department works. Now, there are some people who would point that out. Sometimes people don't want to change because they just think that there's no way they've kind of stuck somewhere so every time when there is a conversation of productivity someone is thinking that why are we talking about productivity because no one wants to no one wants to accept that what is happening is unproductive because if you, the moment you accept that something is unproductive then someone has to take ownership saying that okay this is unproductive because this is a process that we are following and uh, maybe that's not a good process we should change we are unproductive because we are spending too much time in meetings say or something like that so i think uh, i think those are the those are the things that conversation need to happen having more work to do is not being productive francine j who's an author who's who runs a blog miss minimalist So she has an interesting quote. She says, My goal is no longer to get more done, but rather to have less to do. See, when you get more done, you will obviously have less to do. Because if you get a work and it has to be completed in four hours, and if you get it complete in two hours, you have less to do for the next two hours. Now, it's up to you what you want to do during the two hours. You can add more value if you're productive, but work is a different thing. That people look at it differently. I just uh, did a uh, did a video on uh, on work, the book uh, Work by James Sussman. and one interesting thing that I missed telling in the in the video, I think, is that see when we look at work. We look at it in two ways. One is one work that makes us helps us make a living and the work that is for Lisha. Now what might be sounding as Lisha for us might be work for someone else. Say that you like to paint and you paint for Lisha but for a painter, it's work. And uh, gardening, right? That's work versus Lisha. Podcasting, for me it's a Lisha. But for some people, podcasting is the work because that's what helps them make a living. If we move something that we do for leisure into something that you, we do as a work, will it lose its significance, its beauty, the happiness and the enjoyment that comes with it? I don't know. I don't know about others rather. For me, yes. What I have figured out is that when I do something on the side that I really like, then I'm more happy doing it. And if I have to do it full-time, most of the time I lose my interest. So I have a poem today by uh, by the poet uh, Philip Levin. It's a very interesting poem. Uh, Philip Levin is an, uh, was an American poet, and uh, his, his poems were primarily dealing with working-class Detroit. And he also taught uh, English for more than 30 years in California State University in Fresno. He was born January 10th, 1928 and died February 14th, 2015. And the poem that I've selected of his is What Work Is. Let's, Let's read What Work Is. We stand in the rain in a long line Waiting at Ford Highland Park for work You know what work is? If you're old enough to read this, you know what work is. Although you may not do it, forget you. This is about waiting. Shifting from one foot to another. Feeling the light rain falling like mist. Into your air blurring your vision until you think you see your own brother ahead of you. Maybe ten places. You rub your glasses with your fingers. And of course, it's someone else's brother, narrower across the shoulders than yours, but with the same sad slouch, the grin that does not hide the stubbornness. The sad refusal to give in to rain, to the hours of wasted waiting, to the knowledge that somewhere ahead a man is waiting who will say, no, we are not hiring today. For any reason he wants, you love your brother, now suddenly you can hardly stand the love flooding you for your brother who's not beside you or behind or ahead because he's home trying to sleep off a miserable night shift at Cadillac so he can get up before noon to study his german works 8 hours a night so he can sing wagner the opera you hate most the worst music ever invented how long has it been since you told him you loved him held his wide shoulders, opened your eyes wide and said those words and maybe kissed his cheek. You have never done something so simple, so obvious, not because you're too young or too dumb, not because you're jealous or even mean or incapable of crying in the presence of another man. No, just because you don't know what works. Is. That is a very powerful poem by Philip Levin. You should take a look at the uh, Poems by Philip Levine, and read it. Today, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was a it was a conversation with an entrepreneur, and uh, the the host asked him, "What do you do at your leisure time?" And he said, "Poetry." And he said, "A lot of people read very less poem." Because I was the other day thinking, Do people really like poem? Does it really make sense to me? Reading it loud and putting a podcast on it. And when I when I listened to the to that person talk about poetry, and I said, you know, it's important that we read poetry. Maybe not today, maybe people are not people are not will not get to it now. But over the period, maybe sometime, people will stumble on this podcast. They will probably listen to what is being said. And then they'll probably connect to a poetry, a poem written by Philip Levin about working class Detroit. What it means, what it means, what work means. Is it purpose? Is it meaning? Is it the only way we can exist? What is work? You take care, be content, be pen positive, and uh, stay safe and be be kind thank you